Hello and welcome to the Movie Quest podcast. I'm joined here with Ant and Aaron in my very warm kitchen. It's toasty. We've just had burgers, or me and Aaron have just had burgers. It's hot, it's steamy, and it's time to talk about some films. So, we are starting a new series today. It's quite Woo! exciting. Finally. It is, yeah. Season three. Three? Yeah. So, the first season was random. We didn't really know what we were doing. It was the start of the podcast. Mm. It was all sorts of random films. We did everything from... Uh, fifth the, Element. Fifth Element to the newest Halloween and everything in between. And we thought we should narrow down the categories a bit. Yeah, it's a bit. it was like, well, this is interest, This is kind of hard to compare these like Moana versus like <laughs> Halloween yeah. and stuff. Yep, so we've got a really niche category for you guys to really <laughs> well, get, well, get your then, teeth and, into. And then we did, we did Tarantino and then we were like, yeah, oh, we did, yeah. that was enjoyable to a certain extent, but also a bit too much of one director. We only had a choice of 10 films with the Tarantino yeah. uh, mix. So we've gone, well, we could have had romantic comedies, we could have had action films, we could have had sci-fi. But we're going with a classic genre <laughs> of films with water in them. <laughs> films based around, set on, sets nearby water. Water is a main yeah, component main of, of the, the film. film in some way. So, um, yeah, because you couldn't just pick a film where someone takes a glass of water and be like, unless that person drowned in that water. The water's oh, got to have a key plot. If it was point, a I film think. about like about waterboarding someone constantly or something, then, <laughs> then, then you could possibly do that one. Or... We were I'm... casual there. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> or if it was a if it was a film where um, someone tripped in a puddle and and I don't know, they, it, they got splashed every day with a walk into work or something, then you could that could be part of the that could be part of this this series. Could you have brought it because obviously. He he does he like, a lot in it, float, yeah. Floats on and on, and then he yeah. gets them. He gets what's his like Charlie yeah. at the start. Or whatever. I mean, that's just two, that's just one scene, isn't it? Really, I yeah. think it's got to be the whole film sort mm. of be sort of around. Because then you could water. be like Sound of Music, because it rains in one of the songs in the Sound of Music when Julie Andrews is there. But the film isn't known for its water content. Yeah. So jo- Johnny had the choice of any film in the entire world to do water. You could have gone with anything. Yeah, any and, film in the entire world. And, and Johnny was like, oh, hmm, I wonder what I'll go with. I'll, I'll go with the most original choice of... Waterworld. Yes. <laughs> and we all thanked him for it, didn't we, Johnny? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel the same as you, back to myself, in some ways, but we will get into that <laughs> yes we will get a into little that. a little bit later first first of all i'd like to do a quick little social media and uh contact details to shout out so please if you like the show and you'd like to support us in any way rate us on itunes that number one that'd be really useful if you need to find out that just click on the um, description uh, on the description of the podcast there's a link directly to our um, itunes and please rate us on there if you want to contact us send us a dm on instagram at the movie quest or if you want to email us, send us a, a, an email at podcast at themoviequest.com. Excellent. And we'll try and read it out. Yeah, we will. We'll try and read it out at the end of the episode. Just before we, we continue, we just want to tell the listeners that this series will only be six six films long. Mm. We'll each choose two. And then at the very, very end, we'll we'll pit them against each other and argue over which one is the winner. Which is the best water-based movie yes. of all time. Yeah. And we also thought we would release the first three films that we're watching this episode. Not all in one episode, but we'll tell you which ones they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I meant. Yeah, the, sorry, release the list, the first three. 
of the list. So yeah. Johnny's is what world? I yeah. don't know. Aaron? Ponyo is mine. And mine is Captain Phillips. See, you've gone for a tearjerker there, haven't you? Mm. You've gone for, a, gone for the win, haven't you? I don't know. What's that final one? I've seen Waterworld and I know it's already won. I don't know if we've all chosen our second lot of three films, but we will let you know in due course what we they will. will be if you want to watch them yes. before the episodes. Um, but yeah, so I hope you enjoy this season and that it's a little bit more broad for for everyone. Yeah. Not getting... You know, not just Tarantino fans. Yeah, getting getting stuck into ears being chopped off and people being cut in half and just general people being blown to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so thank you for for joining us. But let's delve into Waterworld. Is that the, I didn't hear that once in the entire time. I, I that, that was the Universal glow spinning round, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh <laughs> that yeah. Narration at the start. Oh my goodness. The ice caps have melted. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a great way to to begin talking about Waterworld. Is the plot of yes. Waterworld? What tell us? Tell us the plot. So basically. We are, as Ant said, greeted with the universal um, symbol, which is the world, the globe. And it spins, and as it spins, the world and all the land on it just gets covered by water. Very poorly animated, I yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't, I mean, it wasn't the 90s, but I mean, like, you know. That must have been really expensive at the time. I don't think so. I, I think all the budget went into Kevin Costin on riding boats. Potentially. And his gills. So basically, uh, the world's covered with water. And everything's gone to pot. Um, there's no land anywhere, obviously. Uh, people are surviving on these man-made islands made out of metal, which kind of just float around in yeah. the sea. Uh, like The biggest currency is soil and earth, where people can grow stuff in it and try and like actually make fruit and stuff. Um, but yeah, things are a pretty bad way. Uh, I think the best way to describe the film is... Mad Max yes. on the water. Yes, I was going um, yeah. In fact, I think Good. it was actually inspired by Mad Max. It has and to have been. Someone was like, how do we make another Mad Max? And I say, why don't we do it on the water? And Ooh. if you can picture that, if you haven't seen Mad Max, go watch it. But if you can picture that, that is what Waterworld is. So, guys, when is when was the first time you saw this film? And did you think Oof. at that time it was a good film? I definitely thought it was a good film. I'm like, definitely, definitely... I must have been young. I was young. I'm like 10, maybe 10. I'd say so. Well, if that was me, yeah. I think 10. It was, it wasn't, it was, maybe it was on TV. Maybe my, my parents like got it from the, the video store or so something like that. It came out in 1995. Yeah. So, yeah, if you were 10, it would have been a couple of years that been out at that point. Yeah. It yeah, seemed I to did. be on around Christmas quite a lot. Because I remember going to like my grandparents' house and watching it on their little TV in the conservatory great um, and thinking that it was like one of the best films ever made I, I thought it was great I don't remember when I watched this it must have been when I was younger like a kid or something but yeah. I did rebuy it when it came out on HD DVD because <laughs> I went through my I bought a load of HD, all the HD DVDs you could get for cheap when that was dying off and I got that I'm pretty sure I must have watched it then at some point I feel like I must have done um and yeah, but I mean, I remember years ago, like thinking it was, knowing it was bad, just sort of like 
it's one of those accepted things of yeah, it's bad. But remembering liking parts of it, like like liking the concept of swimming under the ocean and going down oh, to the yeah. cities and stuff, I was like, mm. I thought it was quite cool. But yeah, I mean, I think I don't. I remember bits of it, and it was sort of it, it was interesting seeing it. It was like it was like uncovering a little time capsule watching it this time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like it's been buried at the bottom of the ocean. You just raising it up, and like, oh, this is what the nineties was like. <laughs> it does really feel like it doesn't it it really feels like a 90s film. so outdated like really really you can watch some 90s films now and they still they still keep up like yeah. you watch like silence of the lambs or something you're like you just gripped the whole time yeah, it yeah, feels yeah. like a, it could have been released a couple of years ago it was not that outdated but you watch something like this and you're like yikes Oof. it kind of felt like the adult version of like hook maybe mm. yeah yeah i had that <laughs> as well like... i had a um in my notes i wrote like it felt like a a, a, someone giving a massive uh, budget to like a kids TV show on, like, yeah, yeah. on, on the Saturday morning or whatever so base, our main character is Kevin Costner he plays uh, the imaginative, imaginative character called the Mariner I, uh, I gen- yeah I thought I didn't hear his name the entire and, way through and that's just what, what he's known as and mysterious he is half human half kind of fish He's evolved in some way. He's a mutant, isn't he? Yeah, he's a mutant. So he's got gills so he can breathe underwater. So He's got web feet as well. Yeah, so he's got a special skill. He can like dive down to like 400 metres and he can get stuff up from the surface. So he's kind of wealthy-ish in this world. He can go and get metal and boots and earth uh, from the, the seabed and bring it back up and trade it for supplies on these little islands. And... Uh, the story really revolves around him on his weird catamaran. It's like a three kind of silo catamaran that he goes around on and it's got this weird windmill thing in the middle of it, which is all a real built actual thing. It's not CGI. They made two, didn't they? They made one for like actually racing on the open sea and then they made one that's more of like a close-up, highly detailed one. Oh, right, yeah. okay. I know that there was one scene where he was... Um, you know where... He climbed up to the top of the sail. Mm. Um, they were doing some like aerial shots away from it, and the boat got loose, like from the film crew. Right, and like he was stuck at the top of there for oh, half no. an hour, and as we were trying to like get the boat back because it was like floating off out into the sea. Mm. Um, so yeah, but basically, um, it follows him and uh, the lead actress who is. Jeannie Triplehorn, who plays the character imaginatively called Helen and her daughter as they try and escape this colony. Is... Actually, it's not... Is it a daughter, though? It's kind of a daughter. Well, it's kind of treated as a daughter. Yeah. yeah. Um, sort of adopted daughter, I'd guess, i say, uh, as they sort of escape this colony. And mm. it's just caper after caper of kind of run-ins with these enemies called smokers who are on this massive oil tanker and they've got all this oil and guns and weapons. So you've kind of got this like hippie-ish peace-dwelling community who live on these little islands, and then you've got this mental guy played by Dennis Hopper mm. who runs this massive cruise ship that sails around the ocean and just pillages place, places. Mm. Um, so do you guys have any thoughts on the sets and the scenes or anything like that? It feels like I was watching a live-action uh video game like a fallout or something mm. like it felt really like it probably inspired a lot of other games and stuff that came afterwards like it's sort of post-apocalyptic uh 
sort of world. I mean, I never watched. I've never watched Mad Max, unfortunately. Are you kidding? Know, You've never seen know, the new one. I know. Wait, Fury Road. I bought it recently. The original. I haven't seen any of them. Um, and yeah, I know. And that's bad. And so I, this is probably one of the first like post-apocalyptic worlds I've ever I've ever seen. I mean, it is kind of impressive that they went to the amount, the amount, the amount of effort they did to get everything to look like it does. But it all also looks, everything looks a bit drab, even though they're like on the ocean, mm-hmm. it feels really brown and just mm. rusty. And then I get it; like it's there's not much left, and they're trying to like scrap stuff together. But yeah, like it's quite imaginative. Like when they go to the settlement and they they're recycling the bodies into mm. like the tar pit or whatever. Um, and they've got like it, yeah, it it is quite interesting in some respects, but also I did find it a little bit boring. Mm. I'll be honest. I was like, well, one of the major issues of the film was that when it came to the actual time of recording, um, or to start recording, that they hadn't really got a script for it. <laughs> really? Um, so that's not surprising. They were making up like lines, like on the day for particular scenes and kind of how the story went. And because it was like, they kind of left it such the last minute, they got uh, Josh Wedden to uh, do this, do the script for the, for the film. Oh, really? And they said it was like one of the worst things he's ever done. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. But imagine being like Joss and like, I don't oh, know. Josh Whedon. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Josh, yeah. Josh Whedon. Like he, imagine, but imagine being him and then, cause he's, he writes, I, in my opinion, quite great, good scripts. Yeah, like so he just done speed, and then he come in to do this, oh, and what? he was sort of giving right. These are the set pieces that we've That'd got. Suck. This is a kind of a rough story of what we'd like to do, and just kind of make something up. So that's why I I found it, you know, in some parts kind of weird and hard to follow. Mm. Um, there's also like quite a lot of aggro between Kevin Costner and the director of the film. Yeah, I heard that basically. Director said at one point that like, I mean, does he does he did he leave or something? He quits. Or, yeah, he quits. yeah. And then like quit. Kevin Costner basically ended up directing the film himself. Yeah, yeah. Which is just like, but that's bizarre, isn't it? I mean, I don't know what else Kevin Costner's directed. I'm, I should probably look into. He's it. actually he's done a few things. Yeah, um, he, and Kevin Costner was also going through a divorce halfway through oof. the filming of What World. He uh, he just finished. Um, he just finished that. What's it called? The Bodyguard. Bodyguard. He just finished Robin Hood, hadn't he? Oh right, I think yeah, it was. Hood, I think yeah. it was Prince of Thieves. Yeah, he was. Finished. He was massive at the time, though. Like, well, he was, I mean, if you look at his, yeah, if you look at that's his, what that he peaked. Like and then peaked, Waterworld like, happened. Nine, Field of Dreams, Dance with Wolves, and he yeah, directed yeah, Dance with Wolves. Yeah, directed Dance with Wolves. Right. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. And then he's coming to this, and it's kind of just like a crazy mess. A lot of hats. Mm. A lot of hats. Mm. A weird, weird hats that people just. War, mm. some that just wouldn't protect you from the sun, so I didn't really get why you were wearing He's using them. What they had. But is it is it a fashion statement at that point, or is it? I just it. I just saw a lot of people wearing hats, and then I was like, "There's loads of holes in that hat. That is not going to protect you from <laughs> oh, yeah, the sun." There's that hat that just looked, looked like it was made out of coat hangers. Yeah, it's like just like a visor, but, but guys, without it, anything on it. It looks cool and post. Yeah, but it, again. <laughs> If you're like, you know the way, because they had like, they had like netting to make up their clothes. I was like, okay, so this is all to do with like what they find in the water. And then you've got hats that don't do a job. Or even clothes that don't do a job that protect you from the sunlight. It's just like, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Very confusing. Yeah. It's is pretty weird. 
And like Kevin Costner's thing was all like leather. Like, oh, where's yeah. he gonna get that from unless he's like caught a load of seals and oh. like made his costume out of? Like he killed those sharks, didn't he? Oh yeah. man, that scene. That's great. Uh, where he like had that thing with the two spikes that yeah. came out either side. And... Yeah. No, well, the scene where he used himself as bait. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And he went out into the water. Then some weird CG oh. fish or monster or whatever came out. It was massive, but then somehow he managed to just kill it and then eat it. And you're just like, how far in the future is this? Oh if yeah. If these animals are supposed to He's evolved? got gills on his ears. I mean, and, yeah, it's got right, it's got to be at least a million years. It's gonna be at least a million years, isn't it? Despite that, he gets shot well, and just is completely fine to go just, down pressure. Let's <laughs> like, say it's like two hundred thousand. Let's say two hundred, a hundred thousand years. It's just yeah. you know, maybe okay, fifty thousand years. Let's say fifty thousand years. I'm pretty sure the the magazines like floating in the water would have all like disintegrated yeah. by that point. But he's still going down there digging up these like paper. Pa- yeah. yeah, it's like what what? It's so bizarre, like. Uh, that, I don't think the t- timeline of events really holds up in this film. It almost feels like what you were saying before, like they just sort of came up with some ideas and then sort of tried to put a, a story together around it. Yeah, because I mean, like some of these sets would have taken like probably years yeah. to build, and they Expensive. were out in the water, so they were. It was all filmed around Hawaii, and all the sets were at least like a kilometer off um, the shore. That's insane. So to get you think about all the cast that was out there. Um, this like, is all done before CGI as well, isn't it? Really, I mean, there's a little bit of CGI here and there, but yeah, yeah, but it was all pretty much actual, actually filmed and, and yeah, made. When they went under the water and they saw the city, it looked real. I think, <laughs> I, well, it still see it wasn't see it wasn't CGI, though, was it? What was it? It would have been a, it would have been a, a backdrop. Mod, it would have been a model replica, and then they would have shot him underwater in the pool, and then they would have like put it over the top, like they would have. Super- <sighs> Oh, superimposed it I would have thought elemental because I think yeah, it would have been like a yeah smaller models whatever skill models that they would have used I'm assuming um, but yeah I was looking into like them filming the film like there's maybe like loads and loads of continuity errors in it because you know they'd be filming and suddenly like the tide would turn and like everything would move around a bit and then they'd get like a mountain in the shot or like a cruise ship would go past <laughs> and they had to just like keep stopping and starting filming <laughs> Ugh, all the time. Like a nightmare. And yeah, apparently, like majority of people got like seasick when oh, they were filming. Yeah, and don't doubt it. Yeah, it just sounds like a, a terrible time. Um, yeah, just I can't imagine like filming in in those sort of conditions. Like you're basically out on this man-made island with like no facilities really. Um, Without a script to, to really act from. Yeah, so that's why I think it's you know, a little bit of a mess here and there. Um, and did... Now that we've seen Marriage Story, we all know how bad divorce can be, so <laughs> Kevin Costner was really going through something. Yeah, it's a really difficult. terrible time. He's mm-hmm. probably told his wife to... No, you guys haven't seen it yet, have you? No. Oh, well, I'll stop, I'll stop saying it. <laughs> so do you have any favourite scenes? Oh, there were... Oh, there were so many good scenes. I think... My favorite one is when he loaded a shotgun and then shot it at the top of the the ship, and I was thinking, my brain went through this sort of sort of process, and I was like, "Wait, top, top of which ship? On, you, the, on the oil tanker? Yeah, in the oil tanker. So he has a shotgun, right? And they're obviously way up high, and he starts shooting them, and I'm like, 
Does he, does he know how shotguns work? Has he ever seen a shotgun before? Hey, if you get shot of a shotgun, even if you're far away, if one of the bullets hits you, one of the... Pe- the, the... Would it even travel that far? Oh, of like, course, yeah. Like, Aaron, your, all your knowledge of, of shotguns are coming from video games. Hey, they? they are coming from video <laughs> games. No, no, it would, it, would, it would definitely hurt. It would hurt you if you got shot of a shotgun. Like, just, even if it was quite far away. He's, he was so far away from it. Yeah, I know, but But still. then I was thinking, like, but he's always been in the water. He's probably never seen one before. Like, And then I went on this like whole journey. Just from the shotgun We, we haven't discussed Dennis Hopper yet, mm. who plays the leader of the Smokers. Potentially the best actor in the whole oh, film. Oh yeah, he's he's a proper he's probably going for it. Isn't he? <laughs> mm. I I actually I mean is he the same guy who plays um, he, plays Cooper in yeah, um, Super Mario yeah, Brothers? He's that guy. Like he's good at playing like yeah, those sort is, of yeah. like cartoony villains, isn't he? Um, yeah, I I for me the anything with the smokers in was great. I, I mm. mean like terrible, but also kind of yeah. fun as well. Just these like sort of like a diesel punk um, yeah. sort of like characters that just like. If you think about their their the the their culture and whatever the, how they're made up, it doesn't make any sense. Like where are all this? Oh, where's all the booze coming from? Yeah, where's I don't all, know. Where's all <laughs> the cigarettes coming where's from? Where's all the oil coming like, from? Like it's supposed to be fifty, oh, however many thousands of years in the future, but they somehow still got supply of paper for the cigarettes. But paper is really really like valuable, but they probably don't care. Um, yeah, there's a few a few scenes I really liked. I really liked the visual the. Of the really old bloke in the little boat, oh, he was great. Uh, at yeah, the bottom yeah. of the tanker, yeah. and he's just like, and when the when the when the when the lighter gets tro- tro- thrown down, he's just like, oh, thank you. He loves it. He's like, yes. <laughs> but then again, did they keep him down? This is where my brain was going. Like, did they keep him down there the whole time? What did he eat? Did they let him out of there? Because it clearly it didn't look like it. Like, what? How did he survive in that oil like, tanker, I mean, breathing in all of those fumes? I don't think you're supposed to think about that. Yeah, it's just supposed to be a fun. Just like, wait, what? You gotta back this up. Show me a scene where he's eating something and breathing from a tube, fresh air outside or something. I don't know. I thought the dynamic between um, the mariner and Helen and the, the girl. What's the girl called? Um, it's, she's got an interesting name, isn't she? It's yeah, Enola and Helen. It's, so yeah, the, I mean, the mariner had an interesting relationship between like Eleanor and and Helen. Like it starts off, he has nothing. He wants nothing to do with them. He's only, the only reason why he, he helps him escape, I guess, is because they help him get out of the cage and stuff. Yeah. But, like, I love how... it was. I don't think you'd ever see this in a film made in the, ne- in the last 10 years, probably. Like, just the the abuse he gives them. <laughs> like, he, ch- he chucks her off the out, off the boat at one point. He's just like, yeah. get off my boat. He chucks her. And then, like, cuts their hair. Oh, yeah. And I was saying to him, I was like, ah, I mean, it's like a, upsetting a bit. And I was like, no, that's really, really like degrading mean, to yeah, cut to mean. cut cut a woman's hair. I mean, I was trying to figure out if it was playing it for comedy or not or what. Like, it was really like really odd, sort of. Mm. Not get that in a, in a modern day film, I don't think. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty dated concept to to be doing that sort of stuff. But just, but it adds. I think it adds to the character of how like he's supposed to be this really really kind of like a loner, yeah, like, out on the yeah. sea, kind of just fending for himself. And that that kind of character in a film, like, I didn't really like him. Well, yeah, you want someone to root for, don't you? <laughs> yeah, but so, I don't really care about Kevin Costner. So then they're like, oh, well, we kind of need a story here, so we're going to have to make him into a nice guy eventually. So they just change his character completely and make him into this, like, Al Schwarzenegger, Terminator 2 style, like, I'm going to come just rescue you from this, from these guys. I mean, it's it makes for an okay action sequence and stuff, I mean, but... 
his heart was made warm from oh, the yeah. drawing where yeah. they're all holding hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what it was. He saw that and he was like, oh, I shouldn't be a douchebag anymore. Or myself. There's a bit where he's like really like annoyed that the girl had taken his crayons yeah. and stuff. He's like, what's I going to do with them? He's going to see drawing. Like, you never use these crayons. <laughs> like, she's using the crayons. It's just a thing that's happening on your ship. Just let it happen. But he's just going crazy about it. Also, the main, the main thing about how she's like a prophet or something to get to land... And like they couldn't work. <laughs> like, they never really explained it well. Did was, they? The, was the circle the Earth, and, and then it was pointing, pointing, up. pointing up? Yeah, but I think. It, I don't know, but then supposedly the the, the the polar the poles have switched around or something. So what's north is south. But then you look. But then it doesn't make any sense. It makes no oh. sense. Oh, it makes no sense. I mean, like who? They didn't really ever explain where she came from. No, like the, so. Well, she came from the island. Yeah, I wonder if they were her parents, the skeletons on the bed. Yeah, they say it right at the end. Did they like know they were gonna die and just like put on a boat and go go off? And like, how did she get there? I don't. I same, same, same. It's a mystery. (laughs) It's like (laughs) they wanted to do a prequel, but it wasn't well. Well, They cut forty minutes from the film. Would they? Yeah. So there, I think it was. I think it's two thousand and nine. There was a fan edit that came out, and then Universal released it a year later. On Blu-ray, so they kind of like saw the fan edit and actually went and, and well, did so, it. Someone actually had the, the original yeah, footage. Yeah, someone had the, the original footage, uh, and suppose it had like bits prior to the world flooding. So they had like shots of Everest and um, like of the actual world and kind of a bit more backstory. Do you not think the structure of this film is a bit it was poorly done? If you think about mm, it, like yes, like but just in terms of like you know that reveal in the Planet of the Apes. Where right, you're on Planet of the Apes, and you're like, oh, oh crazy, yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. whole story happens, and then gets to the end, yeah. and then you're like, oh, the reveal of it's the Statue of Liberty, mm. they're actually on Earth. It's it's like in the pretty good in the future or whatever it's it was. Cool. Uh, and then you're like, oh wow, but then you're like, if, with this film, if they wouldn't explain the the polar ice gets melting, the reveal of when he takes them down to the bottom of the oh, ocean yeah, maybe right. would have been more interesting I suppose although I guess they probably, I just feel like there, was, there would be a way of doing that where it would have been more like oh that's interesting that's oh wow crazy that it's like they're actually on Earth and it's, it's not just a small alien planet or whatever mm. but I don't know maybe I'm just overthinking it but like surely there's there's definitely lands like higher than where the water was because if you think about the water level like they only had to go down like because you know the gauge at the start yeah, yeah. where he goes down that gauge only goes up to a thousand yeah 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 and he went down with um Jean Helen Helen sorry um she, to show her at the city below yeah there's definitely places that are higher than a thousand meters like if you just went to like Nepal like most of that's like four thousand meters or like the Alps is like four thousand meters so there's definitely got to be land somewhere unless it was blown up do you ever think about that? Got blown up Mount Everest. What the the smokers? Just yeah, blow it along, pillaged it. <laughs> That's where <laughs> they got all any, the oil from. Really make any sense? Like, where, like, well, did you know Jack Black is in this film? Yeah, yeah, he's is the he? pilot. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's he plays the pilot. He's got like a couple of lines, and he don't. He's so his face is so covered in yeah, oil and uh, grit so and stuff. You don't really notice. But. I noticed when I didn't notice in the plane, but when. He was actually on the boat itself in the room. Like that's when I was like, "Oh, 
that's Jack Black. You could tell then. Yeah. The, oh man, this film. Yeah. Like, I think everyone else looks really sunburnt oh, yeah. in the film. Yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. looks everyone's like hair's frizzly. Uh, everyone looks like they've had like sunstroke. Because yeah, they're and... not wearing the hats that are good. <laughs> <laughs> they're wearing metal hats. <laughs> yeah. It's the hottest, it worse. The hottest of the hats. Um, yeah. It, yeah. Everyone just looks like they're really having a, a terrible time of it. I reckon you could probably could have cut about an R out of this film Ugh. of just like boring shots of them sailing. Mm. You could have cut this, just cut the whole film. Just cause <laughs> it was like, I mean, it was, it was one of the most expensive films I've made at the time. Yeah, well. yeah, like, yeah. It was like one of the yeah. highest budgeted films. Yeah. And just in production hell for ages. And I was talking to Mel about it afterwards and she was saying like, the actual concept of the film is kind of interesting. Yeah, it like, is. Like, what would happen if all the ice caps melted? I mean, supposedly read online it probably wouldn't be as as bad as that. It wouldn't, It wouldn't like, not everywhere would flood like that. There's not enough water on the planet for to do that. But it's an interesting concept, and, like, it's just a shame they absolutely just scuppered it. Yeah, because you think, like, post-apocalyptic films, I think, like, I Am Legend, uh, The Road. The Road, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you've, so got, good. you've got this in the mix, and, like, the elements of, like, those films is like the relationship between kind of the adult or the father figure and the kid or just uh will smith uh and uh, his dog his dog um but that relationship in this film just didn't seem to no. really be there no, because kevin costner was just you didn't really like him you didn't really want to so see him as well like yeah, like the it? scenes were like the guys are on the um, yeah. Or on a, a, a water skiing, and then getting they go off a ramp and go into the, mm. the and they attack the the, ba- the the they attack the base that they go. What's it called? They attack the like the floating island. He's at the floating island, yeah. And like it's just so slapsticky and yeah. so ridiculous that you just yeah. like it's like a, it is like a, you mentioned before Hook. It felt like Hook, yeah, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. Disney film of some yeah. sort. I thought it felt like that particular kind of fight sequence and battle, which went on for. a Almost like half so, an hour, forty minutes. So it, was, it was. It felt longer than Helm's Deep, but that thing sort of felt like a display you'd see at like Disneyland or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Universal Studios or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make yeah, some yeah. sort of like yeah, make some sort of theme park ride out of it. Yeah, yeah maybe that's what they were thinking though. Maybe yeah. we can make a sweet thing. You know what? The relationship between the main characters can be summed up in one moment. That weird ass kiss that happened right at the end, where they were like sort of going in, and then he wasn't gonna do it. And I was like, "This is stop it, stop it! You're making everyone uncomfortable. Stop trying to kiss each other. It's weird." Like, I was just like, "No, what are you doing?" How did you like your nationality being there? Oh, he was great. Brought in there, he was so good. You know, he's he's like one of the main dudes in Sons of Anarchy. Is he one of the guy? Is he the guy in Braveheart as well? Is he the Irish guy in Braveheart? No, 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 is no, he not? no, no. It's different dude. The guy's like, it's my island. Yeah, that yeah, one. yeah. No, no, it's not him. No, I just, I'll, you're all the same to me. Aaron, I'm sorry. Oh, it's, it's, all right. it's fine. <laughs> he was so good. He was so. He was. I mean, it's he horrible. Was probably creepy the, though. The best bit oh. about that film. But he was, he was kind of interesting to watch. Like yeah. you weren't sure what was going to happen with him. Yeah, and that's like that's like I was thinking like. There's a representation of someone who's been at sea for a very oh, long yeah. time. I mean, uh, Kevin Costner, Stone Cold Killer, just goes like, just, yeah, doesn't care. Stabs him up, goes raids his boat, gets his gets his lemons back, his lines back. Sorry. It's the only thing I didn't like about it is that they tried to make him like a pedo. I didn't. They, they wasn't into that. It's like, come on. Yeah, I, I get it, but 
It, it didn't feel like it felt odd the to- the tone of the film. Yeah. Like I'd imagine it happening like in the road or something like that. You know, like mm. from really dark, horrible film. But yeah. this is yeah. When you've got Dennis Hopper being this like yeah <laughs> weird like captain like uh, what's it uh, ca- captain uh, oil guy whatever. what's the Eggman called is it just oh, the egg- doctor, doctor robotnik yeah, yeah. yeah doctor robotnik yeah it's so cartoony and then you've got this guy like tr- creeping on some young girl it's like it's just weird, weird. like yeah very all over the place just like like I also think I guess it's because it's, literally it's Waterworld there's nothing you can show but it's I felt like the cinematography and stuff was really boring mm-hmm. like it's just not it was just like it felt like I was watching do you ever what there was a, uh, a TV show on years ago, a kids TV show. I think it was called, um, oh, what was it? It was a, it was basically like a water world type situation where mm. people lived lived in these like cities underwater, and then they went up to the surface and and like there was a there was a one girl who could swim for really long. I don't know what it's called? Do you remember the show? It was like a was it Animorphs? No, no was it, it oh, Aquila? <laughs> Aquila was great, <laughs> but no, of course it wasn't that, Aaron. Come on. I can't remember. I love that show, though. Um, it's like one where all the Scottish kids are, like, lost in America or something. It was an Australian show. Yeah, they were lost. It was the Scottish no, kids who were lost in Australia. Yeah, that was, <laughs> we're actually o- Ocean Girl. Did you I, watch no, that? No. Never heard of Ocean is. Girl? Never heard of that. Oh, well, everyone, all the fans of Ocean Girl out there, they'll, they'll know. I'm going to play a little bit of a video for you just so you can get an idea of what this was oh yo I recognise this This feels so like Waterworld to me. I mean, I wonder. I bet this came out after Waterworld. It probably it would feels have yeah. Like, it feels like we've just started Waterworld again. Johnny's seen the intro twelve times, so he should know. Can we skip forward a bit? Yeah, please. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's a kids' TV show. I loved it growing up, but um, but it heavily reminded me of of what world, definitely. That was an ex- that was an experience. <laughs> I think I recognise it, but you know, I don't know. The tribe was my kind of. Thing. Oh, yeah, hey, this that was Saturday morning. This yeah. was released before Waterworld, so, so maybe it inspired. There you go. Waterworld. Heavily inspired. Reboot. That was my. I loved reboot. Reboot was great. So as as Aaron mentioned, I watched the intro about twelve times due to some technical difficulties. Technical difficulties, and the film obviously starts with the universal thing go around, and then we're greeted with Kevin Costner taking a leak, <laughs> like. <laughs> I really feel like that sets the tone yeah, yeah, for yeah. pretty much the rest oh, of the film. I love the fact I, that you watched it 15 times. <laughs> yeah. Good. And the thing, the thing is, like, there's a lot of things about, like, this very short scene, which I watched quite a lot of times. Like, it's, first you see, like, the clothes he's wearing, and you just think, that is horrible. That is really bizarre. It yeah, looks yeah, like something from, like, Pandemonium or something. It just looks crazy. And because it's in the future, they don't have round bottles anymore. They don't have square bottles. It's a triangular, like, bottle that he's peeing into. Yeah, weird. Obviously, I'm going into this in micro detail at this point (laughs) because you probably just look past it. But he's peeing into a triangular bottle. So that is down on the floor, about 
three foot below him. He's getting perfect aim into that. It's a practice. And then he puts it into this machine and then he pumps it and then he drinks the water out of a different cup. And then he then drinks some more water and swishes it around his mouth and then like spits it out into his tree. Did you notice he, uh, every time he drank some water, he like used his finger to get all the remnants yeah. of the water out? <laughs> Got to get that H2O. Yeah, just that last few drips. I'm just like, this... This that is not a good way to open up the film. You meant to, it's meant I to think, be think, the spectacle yeah. of cinema, but we're greeted with Kevin Costner yeah. just. I did think that was a bit of an odd way of opening up the film. Yeah, Him first way to meet the character. Yeah. Yeah, it's also created Bear Grylls, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he probably watched that intro twelve times and I thought. I love the fact. Yeah. That you and Sarah had to watch that over and over again. Yeah, yeah, that, over and over again. It, I bet Sarah loved that. It kept getting uh, to a point and then it would stop and then it would re- restart. I was just like, this is the worst. Guys, have you got any general thoughts about this film? Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed going back and watching it as like a sort of like, almost like a scientist looking back in the history and being like, ooh, let's, look, let's watch this film from the, from the mid-90s with Kevin Costner in it. Oh yeah, this is very dated. Uh, um, I mean, I enjoyed it from that point of view because I, mem- I remember bits of it, and I really wanted to. I, f- I felt like it'd be fun to rewatch it, and it it was to a certain extent. But there's so many times I was watching this, I was just like, I can't believe they've done that. I can't mm. believe this is the direction they went with. I think um, the story doesn't make any sense, really. The 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 sort of world doesn't make any sense, the timeline wise. I think it's. Probably the message is probably its most redeeming part of the film, like for for something that was like early nineties when it was you know conceived, like the idea of like oh we should make a film about climate change and about how we're affecting the the earth, um, and it does it and I don't think any other films sci fi wise have done that. I don't think I mean, I've, I've touched on that recently. I can't think of anything. So that that's probably it's probably one of its only redeeming qualities mm. apart from that and the, of course like. Dennis Hopper's like crazy, like like diesel punk character, and some of the ideas around that. I'm assuming though, Mad Max has done it way better, so yeah, I should yeah, probably yeah. go watch that, those films. Overall, I'd say it was enjoyable to watch, at kind of just as a, a bit of a, like a spectacle. But I would, I'm probably never going to watch this film again now. I think that's mm-hmm. it. I'm done. I'm done with this film. The yeah. way the way just the, before one of us two go, the way Deacon died was pretty great, though, right? Like he just like, jumps and bungee jumps off, and then grabs like Enola, oh. and then <laughs> the two just crash into each other. Oh, it's like, yeah. wait, what? That like, whole bit where yeah, it's like it's like is it a bungee cord? It's not a bungee. It can't be bungee cord. Where is it a bungee cord from? It's a, it's a rope, and he somehow manages to not dislocate both his legs, and it's just making any sense. Oh. Did, he, did he do all his own stunts? Oh yeah, probably not. Probably not. I probably was a bit of a CGI uh, bit done there. It's great, Aaron. Any any thoughts on the film? I didn't hear it. it. Made me laugh a lot. That's that's my review. Did you watch it with Heather? No, no. Did, and no. did you watch it with with Mel? Mel, yeah. yeah. And Mel was disappointed. Right, okay. As in, like, she, she disappointed found, she, that we're watching no, it. No, it's she disappointed found, in she, me. Similar to me, she found bits of funny in it, but a lot of times she was just like, "Oh, this could have been good," but it was mm. just it was this silly, silly film. Yeah, yeah. She did, she wasn't that impressed. I don't think. Aaron, I said. I said. Yeah, it was it. Yeah, I said that. I did love it. Just. 
Yeah. I mean... So I didn't hear that. Uh, made me laugh a lot. And he, what about you? Well, why did you choose this film, Johnny? Come. Well, I, I, I fondly remembered this film from growing up. I, I thought, oh, yeah, it'd be great to rewatch that because I, I really enjoyed it. Like, I, I think I must have seen it two or three times when I was younger. Mm. Is, this you, is this why you went to get into sailing, Johnny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember, oh, yeah, there's those particular... I like the guy in the boat in the oil tanker is something that I kind of think about, not on a regular basis, but it'll come into my mind every now and again. I think, oh, okay, yeah, there's some good parts of this film. But really, it's just a complete and utter mess, like... It is, I half regret in choosing <laughs> to be honest at making making you guys uh, watch the film. So you don't think you've won then? With well, this? it depends what you guys pick. Because, <laughs> I mean, they all could be a lot worse than, than this film. That's um, true. <laughs> I mean, the 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 dagger in the film industry that it that it left was that because it was kind of perceived as like this big failure. At the time, it kind of killed a lot of the practical effects that uh, happened before it, and then everything moved to CGI mm. after that point. You got to remember though, like, was it four years after this, the first Lord of the Rings film came out, mm-hmm. which is just like those two. I mean, they might as well be twenty years apart from each other. Like how well they hold up, like Lord of the Rings versus this film. It's like mm. night and day, isn't it? It's crazy, like how like. You can, I can always watch Lord of the Rings, and I think it's always enjoyable. And even the CGI and stuff works really well. It's passable, isn't it? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's, I think it's pretty good. Like because a lot of it was done, they did they used it well. Mm. Whereas this film, like yeah, like you say, the practical practical effects were there, but they weren't that impressive really for what they were. Not really. They they always looked like you know someone has made that. It doesn't look like well, it's on the sea. There isn't any landscape for it to blend into. Mm. And it is kind of a weird object that would be floating. Um, and like the things that were floating didn't really look like they were floating. Like they weren't kind of, wasn't like a great deal of turbulence. It was kind of flat seas and, and stuff. And you think like two years before this, Jurassic Park had come out and that was a really good use of CGI, practical effects and everything else. Whereas this is all practical effects and it kind of, yeah, sort of ruined it. A little bit, I feel. Yeah. Because then you had like Star Wars come out a few years after that and that was all CGI. Was also I, I think ultimately terrible. it's to do with the fact that they just didn't have a story. That they, well, that, that as well, yeah. Interested about it. They had this idea of everything that was underwater but then they didn't have like a good good narrative mm. or a free point for do it. Do you know what was really similar to that that we, we've watched in season one that was really similar? It didn't have a story, it just had a bunch of different ideas put together. And that didn't work either, did it? Oh, North by Northwest was, was <laughs> ten you... times the film this is. Ten times. I would way more rather watch but I... North by Northwest than, than this again. I didn't hate this film. I didn't hate it. Oh, That's all I'm going to say. I didn't love it. Stop trying to on it. I didn't hate it. <laughs> right, well, thank you for joining us. <laughs> um, you can get in contact with us um, on our new website, yep. themoviequest.com. And also send us an email at podcast at moviequest.com. So we will see you next time when we will be talking about Captain Phillips. So see you again. Bye. See you later. See you later.